Hi, I'm Corey Litzenberger from CGLTax.ca, and this is Brainstorming Plus Tax. In this special Budget 2019 episode, I want to take a look closer at what was described as a way to help people in the breakdown of their marriage or common law partnership deal with the economic impact and being able to buy either the partner out from the family home or buy a different home by using the now revised home buyer's plan in their RRSP. The problem is, is that what they described sounds good on the face of it, but when I looked into the legislation that was proposed, I saw something that probably wasn't intended, and I'm hoping that they'll fix in time. Now, this law doesn't go into effect until 2020, and so they've definitely got some time to fix the legislation. But what they were talking about, and I'll quote here, For Canadians who have experienced a breakdown in their marriage or common-law partnership, it can be difficult to keep the family home under new and more challenging financial circumstances. To help Canadians facing this challenging life event maintain home ownership, Budget 2019 proposes that individuals that experience the breakdown of a marriage or common-law partnership be permitted to participate in the home buyer's plan, even if they do not meet the first-time home buyer requirement. This measure would be available for withdrawals made after 2019. On the face of it, that sounds great. But when I dove into the actual proposed legislation, I saw something that was comical for a tax nerd, and I'm hoping that I'm wrong and that my colleagues will be able to point me in the direction of where I made my error in my analysis. But the way I'm reading it is that the wording in this new provision actually requires you to have two ex-spouses within five years in order for this home buyer's plan to work. So like I said, this is one of those rare times I hope I am wrong in my interpretation and look forward to being proven wrong by my professional colleagues. Now in my article and podcast entitled Escape Room, the new small business tax game family edition with respect to the tax on split income or TOSI rules, I made a tongue-in-cheek argument that people will be better off if they split because then the TOSI rules won't apply. Now, in keeping with the divorce theme and beginning in the year of hindsight, 2020, the federal government is giving you an incentive to split up and get your own place. However, there are a few hoops. So on page 402 of the budget, under new paragraph 146.01, bracket 2.1, bracket A, at the time of your RRSP withdrawal under the Home Buyer's Plan, you must make sure that the home you are buying is not the current home you are living in and you are disposing of the interest in your current home within two years or you are buying out your spouse in your current home. After you've met that provision, you have to look at the next one. And you need to be living separate and apart from your spouse or common-law partner, have been living separate and apart for a period of least 90 days, began living separate and apart from your spouse or common-law partner this year or any time in the previous four years, and here is where the tabled proposed legislation gets messy. Proposed subparagraph 146.01, bracket 2.1, bracket A, bracket 2 little i, refers to where the individual wouldn't be entitled to the home buyer's plan because of living with a previous spouse in the past four years that isn't the current spouse they are separated from. Now, the way it's actually worded in the legislation is, in the absence of this subsection, the individual would not have a regular eligible amount because of the application of paragraph F of that definition in respect of a spouse or common-law partner other than the spouse referred to in clauses 
one little i, a to c, and the problem with the wording of this provision is that it is written in the affirmative by the legislators using the word and. This means you must be able to answer true to all of the tests for the entire paragraph to apply. The way I read this, the only way to answer true to this subparagraph is if you have a second spouse, in other words, spouse other than the spouse referred to, that you shared a home with and you split from in the past four years. If you have a second spouse that you shared a home with in the past four years, then paragraph F in the definition of regular eligible amount would apply and the answer would be true. If the answer is true, you can get access to your RRSP home buyer's plan. If you don't have a second spouse then, even though paragraph F might be met, the phrase spouse other than the spouse referred to would not be met and therefore the answer would be false. This would in turn cause the entire logic test of the provision to be false and so you would not be able to take out a regular eligible amount from your RRSP for the home buyer's plan because you do not meet the provisions. If my interpretation is correct, then I would really be curious as to what part of the economy they are trying to stimulate. Now, in my opinion, the legislation could be fixed with a simple edit. It should be worded, too little i. In the absence of this subsection, the individual would not have a regular eligible amount because of the application of paragraph F of that definition in respect of Clause A, a spouse or common law partner, or Clause B, a spouse or common law partner other than the spouse referred to in clauses one little i, A to C, and My assumption is that the intention of the provision is not to disqualify somebody on the basis that they had a different spouse within the past five years. However, the way they've worded it, the only way you can meet the test and answer true is if you did have a spouse in the last five years that was not your spouse that you are currently separating from. So I think what they're trying to do is they want you to be able to answer true to this test in the period of separation and still be able to answer true when there's a second previous spouse in play which is why I think by the introduction of these clauses, it might actually be helpful. And if that's not what they're going for, then I'm not sure what they are. And with that, for CGL Strategic Business and Tax Advisors, I'm Corey Litzenberger. Thanks for listening.